Welcome to another episode of On the Sidelines. My name is Molly Watson. I'm a midday radio host on Cincinnati's Q102, along with my friend Lindsay Patterson. Uh, works as the sideline reporter for FC Cincinnati, amongst other things. You wear a lot of hats. A lot of hats, but hey, that's the way it goes, you know, Molly. Uh, This is a podcast about what our favorite teams are doing on and off the field or court. Today, we're joined by NKU basketball player Drew McDonald. Thanks for having me, Molly. Lindsay, I appreciate it. Yeah, Drew, I'm actually going to start a little bit with basketball, and I'm sure you get asked this a whole lot. Growing up in the area, what was it like to be a local kid and go to NKU? It was crazy. Um, The whole college experience uh, is it's nice staying at home. I mean, it has, its, it has its pros and cons. It's nice going home about 10 minutes away and getting a home cooked dinner every once in a while. But it was great. Uh, I had a lot of friends and family staying in the crowd supporting me every night, which is one of the reasons I decided to stay home is I'm really close with my family and friends, and they were to come out. I think my senior year, we ended up buying like 30-something season tickets, and Section 103 was known as the McDonald's section. <laughs> we were always there, and it's, it's nice. It's a lot more confidence building. Something goes wrong, your family's there to support you. Something goes good, your family's there to share, share that moment with you. So it was really nice to be able to stay at home and still be in contact with them at all times. When NKU went to D1, kind of put them on the map, and you helped with that. You said it really kind of changed the mm-hmm. vision for local recruits. How? I think it shows that we're a Division One powerhouse now. I mean, as a mid-major level of powerhouse, uh, making that division transition to Division One. I think a lot of kids my age still view it as the backup school or the save money, let's come here, score. It's still the Division II school and not on the same level as mid-major powerhouses. And I think going there and showing a local recruit that can go there and have success and we can be on the national stage like we have the last three years, playing on ESPN, CBS, and the NIT NCAA tournament twice, I think showing that has opened the doors to Kentucky recruits, Ohio recruits, to show them that we're here and we're a force to be reckoned with and we're going to be here and grow more and more like Xavier has, like Wichita State has in the basketball community. I think I've really done that, and hopefully it continues to grow and we continue to have success. You've had a couple visits to March Madness. What was the first one like? The first one was kind of overwhelming, to be honest with you. Uh, I didn't know what to expect going in, and we played University of Kentucky at Bankers Life Fieldhouse, and that was special in itself. I mean, we had 18,000 people, probably 17,000 wearing blue and white, but it was fun. It was exciting. Um, Growing up, my whole family rooted for Kentucky, I mean, in Kentucky, you're either red and, red and black or blue and white. <laughs> and it was just cool getting that experience and playing. And we were just kind of happy to be there. And it was it was a memory that I'll cherish forever. Did the McDonald's section show up for the, the March Madness game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the lot showed up, made a short two-hour drive up to Indianapolis, and they were happy. I know Selection Sunday was more about the location than who we were playing because they wanted to come support. That's awesome. Coach Brandon, in the news right now, NKU2, He's going to UC. What are some of the things that he taught you? He's taught me a lot. He's taught uh, consistency. He's one of the most consistent men I've ever been around, just coming in every day, doing his job and hard work, his work ethic. Um, he could be the hardest worker in the program. He's in, the, in his office watching film nonstop. He's on the court trying to get better. He's making visits, trying to recruit, trying to improve the program and improve himself. And I think just picking up on those things from him has been major impact in my life, both on and off the court and everything that I do. And uh, he's going to be successful anywhere he goes because of those attributes. What will he bring to UC? He's going to bring those two, consistency and hard work. He's going to be passionate and determined. He's going to expect and demand UC's best everywhere he goes. And he's got a system that he likes and he's going to play, but he's going to adapt to the personnel like every good coach does. So he's going to do that. And then he cares about his players. He, uh, at the end of the day, I'm a graduate now, but he's told me anything that I need. I can go to him and ask whether he's at NKU, UC, or any other school in the future. And he cares about his guys, and it's so much easier to play for someone like that. 
knowing that they're putting the work in and that they care for you. You can go out there on the court and just give it your all and know that you have his back and he has yours And when it comes time for battle. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit here because I'm a golfer myself. I love golf. There you go. Uh, you were going to play golf and basketball at NKU? Those were kind of the plans early on. Yes. <laughs> how was that going to pan out? Well, I didn't realize how much time college athletics actually takes up. <laughs> so as a high school recruit, oh, love golf, love basketball, let's do both. Like I'm all on board. But once you realize that basketball takes place about 45 weeks of the year, you're having something to do. It's kind of realizes that it's not plausible to do both and then as competitive as I am I'm kind of a perfectionist in things I knew if I didn't give it all to one sport I'd be cheating myself I'd be cheating my teammates so it's something I had to make a decision and uh, I came down to I can play golf the rest of my life and the atmosphere and the environment of a basketball game is something unmatched and it's something I really enjoyed and I think I've made the right decision and I enjoy the decision I made but it came down to I had to give one up thoughts on the Tiger Woods comeback Oh, I was all in. Were you? A, I, I like to say I'm emotionally invested into that. <laughs> I mean, if you don't think I was up at 9 a.m. on Sunday with my cup of coffee in front of the TV watching all 18 holes, every shot he hit, you're crazy. I mean, I've been with Tiger. He's probably my favorite athlete as a kid. And um, I know he had some hard times here and there, but I stuck behind him. I had faith in him. I was one of the few that probably thought he could make the comeback. I talk about it with coaches and friends all the time. But Sunday was awesome. Well, it was bittersweet. Coach left, but then Tiger won, so. I tell people all the time, I'm like, you can just be an average sports fan. Golf is better with Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Any sports now with a superstar is better. And Tiger, I mean, golf doesn't get the traction that, I mean, I think it deserves being a golf fan, but it doesn't get that national headlines. But with Tiger, it leads off SportsCenter. It's on SVP. It's on shows like that. It's the next big thing with Tiger Woods. It's that story that everyone can relate to. I mean, he's gone through troubles that some people can relate to in their own lives. And I think just with him, I don't know why he moves the country the way he does. I don't know why everyone gets behind him, but he does. It gives someone the root for it. Unites a country, kind of. Well, and it gives you like an, like almost like this inner confidence, you know? Like, hey, he, he made this comeback. I, I'm going to have more mm-hmm. confidence in myself. I'm going to come back, absolutely, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so we're going to switch gears a little bit here, Ethan, because um, you've actually been, you know, almost you've been talked about a lot lately about this event you have. Coming up this Saturday, you're using your uh, platform in the community to promote awareness about mental health. So Ethan was my 16-year-old little cousin. And before the basketball season started on September 14th, he attempted suicide. Um, He lived for 15 days and ended up passing away on September 29th. And it was a tough time for me and my family. Uh, I kind of mentioned earlier, we were very close-knit. We're always together for holidays, birthday parties. We find ways to come together at all times possible. And Ethan was always the kind of the good kid, the happy kid that was kind of just there. He was happy, did his thing. And uh, as a family member on the outside, you didn't expect much from him. But um, obviously he had his troubles, he had his issues. And it was something that if we wish if we would have caught it earlier, we could have protected. But Ethan was a big basketball fan. That's kind of where I made my connection with him. Is He was a Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron James fan. I'm more of a Boston Celtics fan. So we could clash heads, but it gave me something to connect with Ethan. Um, it gave us something to talk about at all times. I could send him a text if they were playing. And uh, we had that relationship that way. So going into the year, I decided Ethan, it meant a lot to us. So I kind of honored him. I wore ribbons on my shoes for the suicide awareness. And I kind of just prayed for prayed to him before each game, just kind of talked to him. And my Aunt Debbie, his mother, has been doing a lot of work in public. She's trying to take this negative into a positive. So she started a foundation called Ethan's Purpose. And she's really trying to help 
kids who can't get the help that they need, whether it's because of a broken family or they can't afford the care, to use that money to help them get the care that they need, whether it's through anxiety, ADHD, or they have some other issue where they have depression or something like that. So she's put on this foundation, and we're having our first fundraising event this Saturday. It's the 3-on-3 uh, for E, it's called. It's a 3-on-3 basketball tournament at Connor High School, and we're going to use the money to go straight to Ethan's purpose and hopefully get the kids help that they need. Yeah, just really raise awareness because, uh, in my opinion, mental health, mental illness is not talked about enough. So I really um, admire what you're doing. I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's mental health is something that it's kind of uncomfortable to talk about at times, but something that uh, with my Aunt Debbie has kind of made it known that it needs to be talked about. And she's given talks and presentations kind of showing that it needs to be talked about and here are the signs to look for. And it's something that we're going to use. We're going to use this negative into a positive and try to save a life, which in turn saves multiple lives. Because I know my life has changed. My family's life has changed because of one life taken. So really, it's been probably 20, 25 lives that have been taken. So if we can save one, we're saving 20 to 25 lives. I'm excited for it. No, I like what he said, turning a negative into a positive and something that's getting spotlighted deserves and a platform it deserves. So that's awesome. Yes, that is. I really do. I get chills even talking about it right now, but I really do uh, admire your strength and uh, your willingness to, you know, put yourself out there and talk about it using your platform in the community to do that. Are some players going to come out? Yeah, I think we got a couple guys coming out just to kind of show their faces and uh, to help out. Um, they know they're helping me, which is helping a bigger cause. So NKU basketball, we're a family. And I think we're going to support each other and they're supporting my family. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. You were amazing. Thank uh-huh. you so much, Drew, uh, for joining us today on the sidelines. We'll be posting podcasts weekly, getting to know players, coaches, supporter groups, everything you want to know about the teams in our city. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and Spotify.